2: No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Oh shit! you all say we have a little fun at Blackstone Tavern, baby. We started the band in 2001 uh, on my 16th birthday, and I'll be 37 this year. <laughs> so uh, our band is officially old enough to drink. You know when when you get into something for this long, it just becomes a part of who you are as much of you being a part of what it is, you know? It's kind of one cohesive unit back and forth between the family and the band, and it, it's kind of all melted into one at this point, you know? It's, uh, I don't know anything else, and 20 years in, I can't imagine doing anything else. I know probably uh, a lot of y'all out here at the shed wondering how wild and crazy we're getting tonight up here on the bus. You know, yeah,
3: everybody has their, their pre show wild rock and roll rituals. Yeah. Um, but well, here's ours. We're sitting here watching chitty chitty bang bang and doing little uh Hadyama finger puzzles. Hadayama, hook us
1: up. I mean we have fun, you know, if it's playing live, being together hanging out, writing songs, doing crazy, you know, like you know, towel popping each other till three AM in the morning on a bus. Like like the excitement has never left our band.
2: We've always just said win. We've never been a if. We've never said if we get a chance to do this or or if we do this. It's always been a win. There's no ceiling with our band, you know. So there's still so many things that we ha- want to achieve, and um, that's what we're doing. Just climbing that ladder.
0: This is Geekcast Radio. It is episode three hundred and fourteen. And what what do they say about three hundred and fourteen, folks? Isn't that something about pi? Uh, I've never liked cherry pie, but uh, what we have now is something we teased back in episode 306. We have my thoughts on the Blackstone Cherry No Ceiling concert event uh, live stream that they did in December of 2022. And as you heard in episode 306, my guest, Terry Smith from Music Talks Podcast, I basically forced him to pop his cherry. (laughs)
4: i'm I'm glad you recognize that mike very pleasant it was too
0: now i do have to say from our episode 306 discussion with royal albert hall and going into the no ceiling uh streaming performance i like the overall performance of royal albert hall better as far as like the way the set list was done but what I like about No Ceiling is all of the behind the scenes stuff, all of the little things that Chris Robertson says. They have Lizzie Hale of Hailstorm interviewing them and they do se- they do several acoustic tracks on that and everything else and I think what pretty much broke me was uh, cuz I I'm only now just listening to Hailstorm. I I've, I've known of them but I haven't actually, you know, Listen to them much, but with her interviewing them, I'm like oh, I should check them out. But so she joined them on "Peace Is Free," which, as we all know, is their at least what I term it their '70s song uh, mm-hmm. from our <laughs> Music Talks Artist by Decade that I did with you. And yeah, it, it was a fun little concert. I got a poster out. I mean, I had to buy the poster, but like I got an event poster out of it. So. You know, I really enjoyed it overall. I just wish the the set list organization was not necessarily the same as Royal Everett Hall, but just, I don't know. And the one thing that I do love out of these performances, and you'll you'll tell me how he did it uh, in in Glasgow, but uh, when Chris Robertson starts, you know, going after the crowd and saying, all right, I'm going to do something here and I'm going to do this and I'm going to do that. And he goes into his, well, 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 well. I loved – the first time I heard it was on Royal Albert Hall because he didn't do that when I saw him in 2018. Right. So they didn't do that back then. So when I saw it on Royal Albert Hall, I absolutely loved it in that version. And then in this version, I loved it just a little bit more because he added other things to it close to the end. I'm sure the clip will be in here somewhere. Let's
2: have little fun here, right? Sing some random bullshit, and then I want y'all to sing it back to me. All right? I just want to see how it goes. Well, 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 well. I just want to stay for the record: I thought we had all become friends and friendly here this evening.
1: But one simple favor. Try it again. Get y'all off. Shit's about to get down. We're, 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 yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. we're, 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 we are 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 we we it we
0: But yeah, no ceiling celebrating 20 years of Blackstone cherry. It was a really, really good put together streaming thing. And I, yeah, I, I enjoy every, every time I see these guys, every time I hear them, I enjoy it because literally they are my number one band at this point.
4: And what was your view of the acoustic stuff, Mike?
0: I I loved it. Mm. I I thought it was really good. I, you know, they can't – like, you know how some bands might have an off night or whatever? These guys, they just seem to conquer everything to put the show on. And the acoustics were were great because I had never heard – so the two that are on the thing, if I remember correctly off the top of my head, they did Like I Roll.
1: Maybe we should – hear some of that beautiful, beautiful music. Sure, sure, You guys feel like playing a song?
0: Yeah, we'll do...
2: Let's uh, do it. Speaking of
0: Kentucky... Yeah,
1: Kentucky. Speaking. We'll, we'll speaking
2: do a song... Uh, you know, speaking of the 20 years and everything, this song, we know it's not a current song or a newer song, but it's just a song that, you know, it's it's about where we're from and, and who we are. And we did this song on the uh, Between the Devil and the Deep Blue Sea record. the song's called Like I Roll. Ready to go for you? Yes, I have my brooms. Oh, <laughs> well, my guitar's not turned on. Hang on, I gotta make sure. <laughs> I'm glad you guys can edit this shit. (laughs) No, it. There we go. Sorry. (laughs) First day with this guitar. I'm not first day on the job though.
1: Ready? Yeah. Yeah. I got my daddy's car and his old guitar. A suitcase full of broken hearts. Got my mama smile and a baby blue eye. I ain't got much but what I got to mind. And I roll, like I roll. Yeah, I roll, like I roll. I got an open road in a restless soul. The rolling stones on the radio. Yeah. <laughs>
0: They did, like I said, "Peace is free." Yep. And the whole thing about "Peace is free" with her do it with them doing it with her, as I said, she's interviewing them, and they get uh, into their history of them knowing her and her knowing them and them being on tour in 2016 and tour pranks. And at one point, she pranked them or they pranked her, or something or other, and she started calling the song "Pizza is free." <laughs> <laughs>
1: well, why don't we uh, experience some of that magic? You guys want to play another song?
0: Sure,
2: <laughs> it would be our honor.
1: All right, man. Well, then, yeah, let's uh, let's try to relive some of that magic back in back in our touring days. You know, yeah. it's free. <laughs> back, back when, when we when were old young. road dogs. Yeah, back in when we were young and <laughs> and eating pizza on stage. Yeah. Facts. <laughs> it Was a
2: good time. <laughs>
1: All right, you're. Good. Yeah. Ooh. Let's down.
2: All right, Ben, go ahead, buddy.
1: All right. Here we go. Everybody feels blue sometimes. You got to keep your head up. Keep on trying And if you feel the urge to raise your hand You can start a revolution Or start a band You better sing a song And sing it loud But you better do it here And you better do it now because this is what's your life that we live. Listen, some people. This is what my song says. Don't you bring. <laughs> I, I had it. to keep myself from saying pizza. Oh, I had good. myself. I, I, I just held had back.
3: Cold chills in I got yeah, it I too, man. It's hair. the words everybody wants I to hear. You're it. in the band.
1: You're in the <laughs> <office. What? laughs> Honorary Little Sister. Oh, thank you. It's
4: oh, so man. awesome. Yeah. That was
0: awesome,
1: Lizzie. So Love it. Yeah. So
0: you went to Glasgow to the uh what is it? The it's not the, the, the ovo, Ohio, it's
4: Ovo like, Hydro, snappily named. it's an an energy company which is not exactly a popular thing to be at the moment in the uk
0: yeah that's that's very true for a second there i thought you were going to say it's an energy drink company since it says (laughs) yeah oh boy so what was your experience sir
4: um it was genuinely interesting and before i dive into that i'd just like to say two things one is thank you Um, And I guess thank you to this mad podcast thing that we both do and many others do. Because, you know, the reality is I am pretty certain I would never have even heard of Black Stone Cherry, let alone go to see them live without getting to know you. Um, And, you know, I'm grateful for that. And, you know, I have mixed views and I will share them. And you know that, you know what I'm like. Um, But I want to do that in the context. I had a great night out. And what you have to remember is, and I do think this had an impact. I mean, I, I said about, you know, being an energy company uh, isn't a great thing at the moment. Um, things are pretty tight over here, um, money-wise. And I know, you know, you and you have your own challenges. We all have our own challenges. But yeah. so doing a big gig, and the hydro is twelve, thirteen thousand 13,000 arena, Um You know, I think it was the number one or two uh, biggest arena last year in the UK. Um, So doing a big arena gig on a Monday night in January is always going to be a challenge because people have had Christmas and they're short of money and the weather's shit. Um, So, uh, and the other thing, and I didn't realize, and I don't know if you did, but it was actually billed as a co-headline tour. It's... um, so um, they've gone out with uh, what is described as their friends, the Darkness, mm-hmm. and I will put my Blackstone Cherry uh, manager's hat on. I'm not sure touring with the Darkness was a smart thing to do, <laughs> and let me tell you why. Uh, okay. First of all, Jeff, I don't think you're aware, and it doesn't surprise me. I don't think you're aware of the Darkness, are you?
0: when you, when they first announced that that was going to be the co-headline i was like oh, okay uh all right well as long as you know i still have my my cherry show that's really and it's no disrespect to the band members of the darkness at all it's just that most people I know I'm I know I can't be the only one that's like this but most people if they don't know something and they haven't had time or haven't had a chance to check it out beforehand they're probably not going to be that interested in it
4: yeah but here's the thing mike mm-hmm. it, this wasn't a support act this was a right. headline i know uh so they <laughs> yeah. they did have a support act which i didn't get to see. i was too busy eating frankly <laughs> um and the thing and is in the uk so the darkness uh the first album was permission to land in 2003 uh, it went five times platinum wow so for, and their second album was platinum and it the second album wasn't very good. Uh they had the one of the biggest Christmas singles ever. So um in the UK, the darkness for about 18 months were absolutely massive. Mm-hmm. And they also have so they have this uh interesting character, Justin Hawkins, who is the lead singer um they then sort of fell apart in 2006 because he got into uh badly into booze and drugs so very rock and roll he has and i'm making the number up here he has something like a seven octave range oh wow. right? So he has the most amazing amazing voice and he i mean if you imagine queen you know freddie he's i mean even justin wouldn't claim to be freddie mercury but He's got that, that element of theatre, and he's also got this peculiarly British thing that they never, even when they were massive, they never took themselves very seriously. Right. And that, when they first came out, people were like, is this a joke band? But they put on a brilliant, brilliant show. They also uh, make the most use of pyrotechnics I've ever seen in a show. And in fact, on the Liverpool Gig, they set fire to the venue, uh, so they, they 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 had to evacuate the venue because pyrotechnics had caught the curtains at the back of the stage and there was a fire. Um, so the reason for telling you all that is that actually I would say probably forty percent of the audience were there to see the darkness. Yeah, and because they're. Um, and again to give you an example uh one of the many things that Justin Hawkins and we'll talk about Blackstone Cherry getting the band to sing along <laughs> do you know how Justin likes to get the audience to clap along no he, he does a he does a handstand and then claps with his legs
0: oh my god <laughs>
4: um you know he plays his guitar behind his head alla hendrix the okay. one thing he did that i actually thought was inspired uh was he went off stage and he you know and there was a big i think i sent you pictures you know there's a big standing area so he basically went off stage singing and playing through the crowd on the shoulders of a roadie wow Which is actually really clever, because he's got this massive roadie, so nobody's actually going to, he's not going to have any hassle, but he literally played the whole song walking around the arena. So the reason for telling you all that is, and also I think the fact that it was a co-headline, but the darkness were first on, and though they were first on every night of the tour, Uh I think they just had that element of, we've got a point to prove here. So they really got the crowd going and they sort of did it in a party style. So I think when Blackstone Cherry came on, I, the reason I said, I don't think the audience were necessarily in the right place for a Blackstone Cherry (laughs) set. Does that make sense? Yeah, but you've said
0: that twice now because you said that about Royal Albert Hall too when when Chris well, was
4: trying to get them up and up and going. Ah, <laughs> well, you see, then there is so. And let me, you know, let me do the positives. Sure. I mean, is. Yeah. This is they are rock solid. They're really energetic. The show is very very smooth and slick. Uh There was a nice. I don't know the name of the guitarist, but. um there was a nice touch where he pointed up to um, you know people up in the in the gods in the bleachers as you guys calls them, and said you know one of the things I like to do is I like to go around the arena in the afternoon and see what people will see at the stage. So if you look up there, if you look under your seats, there's a load of guitar picks, and you can see people going underneath and finding them. And that you know so.
0: So they- let me ask you this, just to make sure we we have this correct: blonde or brunette, the guitarist.
4: Uh, oh, the blonde guy on the
0: left—that's that's
4: bouncing Ben Wells. Yeah, yeah, the one who's really energetic. Yes. Um, <laughs> so you know, all of that was good. I do have an issue, Uh-oh. and actually, no, I I I got talking to a fan who agreed with me. I do have an issue with Chris, and his getting because getting the audience to sing because he didn't do the well, well, wells. Actually, oh, he- at the end of one song he then played the chorus just himself on guitar and asked people to sing and it was brilliant but my view is do that in the middle of the song so he has this habit of going sing along with us and then he carries on singing and the band keep on playing Mm. now maybe i'm you know he could do worse than watch a springsteen dvd or two maybe i have a springsteen view but when you ask the audience to sing along stop playing let them sing because they have got great choruses they've got great hooks and people want to sing yeah now the other thing i do think is because it was a mixed audience and i would guess it was about half sold out um okay. i think also there may have been a nervousness of oh this isn't quite right but talking to other fans afterwards um and when i say that that was four people um the view was not that it was a bad show but that it wasn't one of the greatest nights okay you know and i mean it's interesting you saying about the set um because this and this is me being retentive because i like to do this um what i will say is the new single was brilliant
0: yeah out of pocket's amazing
4: absolutely just hope that that is a indicator of the new album because here's the interesting thing Uh, and again the set was obviously cut down a bit because they're co-headlining but other than the uh single everything else they played on monday night was on the albert hall dvd right um you go back to Barrowlands in 2019, and by the way, Barrowlands I think would be a much better ve- venue for them. It's one of the I've told you before, it's one of the best live venues in the UK. It's a 30s dance hall with a suspended dance floor, and it's just it's dirty and it's grungy and it's brilliant. Um, but if you look at the um, the Barrowland set, then uh, in 2019, uh, all but two songs they played on Monday night were played and if you then go back and they apparently the hydro in glasgow was the first arena they ever played Uh um if you go back to that set uh one two all but three songs they played on monday night were played so it feels to me like they need some new material Because you know, over half the set was was from uh, between the devil and deep blue sea, and folklore and superstition, and there was a track off the first album. Um, so it was, uh, and it wasn't. It didn't sound tired. That would be unfair. Yeah. But they played those songs, you know, and the new single just stood out as wow. Yeah. You know, real energy. Um.
0: Well, you know, again, you know, we we always talk where. We're music heads, folks. We're going to talk about sequencing and, and tracking and everything else. I'm looking at this set list, and Me and Mary Jane is fine to start it. Burnin''s great, again, which is from the most recent album that was released in 2020. Uh, Soul Creek, Blind Man, those are classics. But then you have the the, which I like, I like this as a song sandwich. You have In My Blood, Out of Pocket, and Then Like I Roll. So basically, In My Blood has been my kind of go-to, because it has several lyrics in it that I absolutely love, right. and that's just been my jam for the longest time. Out of Pocket, the new single, is just it, like you said, it's, it's killer. It's, it's, it's heavy. It's amazing. It's awesome. And then like I roll, is still kind of heavy, but it's not as heavy. It's more like a lighter tone. It's more of whatever. And then you get into like cheaper to drink alone and all that stuff. But like those three songs, I think that's perfect sequencing.
4: But Well, I, I <laughs> and I would add to that. I actually think, I mean, and obviously you're more familiar <laughs> far more familiar than me, but you then go to cheaper to drink alone, you know, things my father said was well i would say cheaper to drink alone things my father said and white trash millionaire was probably my favorite bit of the night because you know uh, i mean things my father said is always going to get people <laughs> yeah. winning. um so one of the reasons i i asked about you know the streaming was what did you think of the acoustic stuff is you know chris has got a great voice yeah and so again if i was their manager because i'm pompous enough to play these games i just think you know putting a couple of acoustic versions in there or just a bit more light and shade because they can do it yeah you know and they've got the songs to do it um so now at the end of the day i also think back to the co-headline you Mm. know in that sort of environment you're gonna do a greatest hit set aren't you yeah and i think that's why the fans (laughs) i talked to were not disappointed, but it was a bit like, well, yeah, we sort of, you know, it was a good show, but we've seen all that before, other than the new single. Um, yeah. So, um, but it was it was great fun. I'm really glad I went.
0: Now you mentioned to me something about it getting cut short because of, oh, what was it? Because of like curfews or something or other.
4: No, it was just the fact that they were they were down for okay. they were both down to do 75 minute sets. I think. Uh, oh right, okay. So the, basically, you've, you had a, uh, and I've sent you through a review from the Birmingham gig. Um, yeah. But you know, you had you had a support act that was on for half an hour. Then there was a change. Then there was the darkness for seventy-five minutes. Yeah. Um, then another change, and then so I guess that's that's what I'm saying. It there was just something about it that didn't, you know, you talk about sequencing. You know, when a gig flows. Mm-hmm. It was almost like we've got we've got 75 minutes and that's it. (laughs) I remember, of course, you know, this week, my great hero, Mr. Springsteen, at the age of 73, started his tour and managed to just come in with a two hour, 43 minute show to kick off the tour. (laughs) You know, and they're all they're all pensioners, Mike. you know, so these these young guys should be doing four or five hours.
0: Yes, very, very true. And and the funny thing is, and I'll I'll link this uh the, this review from the Birmingham show from uh, MetalPlanetMusic.com done by uh, Darren. Uh, what I love about this review is, you know, in the in the middle of the review, he's talking about how when they when they start the song again. Uh, which is from the most recent album, "Hard as Nails, the crowd are on the... Cor- and this is obviously in the in the Birmingham show, not in the show that you were at. Uh, the crowd are on the, on the chorus, Wells and Jewel crossing the stage like dogfighting pilots before ascending the <laughs> drum riser to continue their... Do- I'm like, that's a shit... Like, maybe I should have sent you to Birmingham instead of... <laughs> well, no, and, and,
4: and in all seriousness, so I do think this is... G- you know part of maybe what was missing if you look at the start uh, that review when they get into the he describes the nec which is an arena it used to be my local arena so i know it really well um and he'll say when they get in it's clear only half is being used tonight the difference between the hydro and the nec is when they use half of it they literally Put a wall up in the middle, so the standing area becomes half the size it normally is. You know, the seats become half. The hydro, what they do is that they uh, take out the top tier, so the standing area for the gig I went to was the same size it would normally be for a twelve, thirteen thousand seater show. Okay. So, you know, and that was probably less than two thirds full. So. I think that was what was, there was a bit, you know, it just had that slightly empty feel about it. Whereas I know the NEC and frankly, it's a better venue as well. Uh, Don't let the Scots listening to that. Come and beat me up. Um, You know, the atmosphere with it half the size, I think would have been, would have been better. Um, But that said, you know, you look at the stage, the way they had the stage set up. And I can't remember if they did this at the Albert Hall, but, you know, they had the drum. Drums were really high. The drum solo was great, by the way. Um, you know, stairs coming down from that, and then two ramps going up either side. They had platforms at the front of the stage. So all of that was done really, really well. Yeah. You know.
0: Yeah, I saw the I saw the stage in your yeah in one of the videos you sent me. I took a screenshot of the video and I saw the stage and it looked great.
4: Oh yeah, no. I mean that, and, and and they worked it hard, and they worked it well, and you know they clearly put a lot of effort into that. Yeah. Um, you know, and don't take my comments the wrong way. If anybody's listening to this who doesn't know Blackstone Cherry, and, and you'll this'll make you smile because whilst I was prepping this afternoon, I I put together a playlist before the show, and I was playing that again, and Laura came in and went, um, and you might be offended by this, but I think she said. This sounds really quite Def Leppard to me. I should have come with you. <laughs> okay. Uh, so if anybody, you know, if I'm glad I saw them, but yeah. I, I guess I guess my summary would be I'm glad I saw them. It was a good night. I suspect on another occasion it could have been a great night.
0: Well, I, I God, I'm almost speechless at this point because now I just want to twist your arm to get your wife to do music talks at this point. Cause no, come
4: on. that ain't going to happen. That ain't going oh, oh, to happen. Come on. ain't going to happen. Oh man. No. Yeah. She should have gone. I was like, you, you were like,
0: yeah, I've got my ticket. And I'm like, wait, isn't Laura going with, well, you now? well, you know,
4: just so as you know, the level of commitment, Mike. Glasgow is a two hour drive away and I had to stay overnight.
0: Yes. I, I remember you telling me that, but I didn't read. I don't know. I've never been to Scotland. I don't.
4: <sighs> Honestly, it was a joy. Here's the other thing for listeners, if I if I'm allowed. Um, I uh, I got back to my hotel and, needless to say, I went for a drink. And um, when the bar closed, they played closing time by Semisonic. <laughs> um, if people haven't been onto song exploder and listened to the episode where i can't remember his name now something wilson isn't it dan wilson is the lead singer um he does an episode on um a podcast called song exploder where he breaks down uh, closing time and how he wrote it and what was going on if you think the song is about a bar closing it is but there's a second meaning as well And um, I would encourage everyone to go and listen to it. And if you've not got a bit of moist eye by the end of it, there's something wrong with you. So go and take a listen to that.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. So you had a fun time and you – is it something that you think you would go see them again on a different bill? Like if it's them, obviously, but with other –
4: yeah, I would. Uh, well, here here would be my ideal scenario. New album comes out, yeah, and it's all of a standard of out of pocket,
1: mm-hmm.
4: and then the set list has got you know six or seven tracks off the new album and a sprinkling of some of these classics and maybe an acoustic song or two. I would definitely go and see. Yeah. But I, I just think, you know, it needs it, the set list needs freshening up. I wouldn't yeah. I wouldn't go and see them again with that set list.
0: Yeah, it, I don't it's weird. And I I'm you know, we're not bashing them or anything like that. It is what it is. That's the that's the list they used. And it's just like I just feel like Royal Albert Hall was a better a better sequencing of the songs maybe I
4: don't know. well you know maybe they're keeping it fresh from themselves on resequencing. Um
0: maybe yeah
4: but uh you know maybe play um i mean i did decide just uh in, in in defense of blackstone cherry to go and look at springsteen's um set list from monday night and see how many of those songs he played when i first saw him in 1981 Um, And the answer was nine. (laughs) Uh, However, there were 19 other songs and about seven on there that I've never heard him play because they're new. So that, you know, that feels like a good balance
0: yeah i mean uh, but but again you know when, when it because i don't think there has been any announce. i mean out of pockets the new single i don't think there's been any actual album announcement yet so
4: i saw a reference somewhere maybe it may be in that birmingham review that i think it says a, a real positive indication for the, a new album but they may just be assuming
0: yeah it's well i i think they are coming out with we usually, we, we cherry heads usually just call it BSC, and then whatever the number, the BSC eight would be the eighth album for them, and I assume it would be too. Uh, I know when Spotify. This is interesting. I didn't. I think this is the first year that I've had Spotify that they actually did this. They had the artists you follow do like the end of the year wrapped, but you would get messages from those artists. Oh, really? Yes. Thanking you for listening, or thanking you for a great year, or just sending some sort of message. And in that, they did say that new music was coming in 2023. They didn't define it. I don't think Blackstone Cherry is just going to release a new single
4: without releasing a whole album. No, absolutely. That would be a bit strange, wouldn't it? Considering
0: um. that. You know, again, and no offense to them at all, which I absolutely love that they did this, but they essentially got three full years out of Human Condition because they had the first version of it and then they had the deluxe version of it, which had the the other alternate tracks on it. Right. So, well, hey, if you can get three years out of a full album and continue the, with the way that they tour and the way that they do their set list, that's great. That's amazing, but, you know, maybe it's time
4: for the new stuff now, and like you said. Yeah, I mean, I was I was looking on, uh, I forgot it up here, Setlist FM, I mean, I think they're at something like 1,300 gigs, which is, that's a heavy, given, I mean, I know they've been going, what, 15, 17, so 20, but 1,200 gigs in 20 years, that's, that's serious, that's a serious work rate, so, um Yeah.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So just out of curiosity, because I know you weren't exactly thrilled with this when we talked about the album. What did you think about Don't Bring Me Down as the encore?
4: Oh, I loved it. Okay. (laughs) Oh, no, that was, well, you know, and what was interesting, going back to the darkness, Mm -hmm. that sort of fitted perfectly. Mm. And, you know, I mean, I'll you, it would have brought the house down in Birmingham because, of course, ELO were a Birmingham band. Yeah. And I'm uh, pretty
0: sure it did bring the house down in Birmingham.
4: Of course, you know, it was also nice to finish in a song that has a chorus that says Bruce. Yep. Even though that's not, that's that, not actually what he sang on the original. Yep.
0: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's the. Yep it's the the only di- oh man the only difference and i thought this was cool they used the uh the new sam smith song unholy as their like before pre-show
4: thing yeah walk on music yeah
0: yeah yeah for the walk on oh man i wish they would have done that at glasgow that would have been awesome as hell oh that's funny all right yes new album blackstone cherry yes please let's let's can't wait for that what have you got going on, sir? You you do some some podcast where you talk about music, don't you?
4: Yeah, I do. Uh, so I do this music talks uh, podcast where people choose a, a song from each decade of their life and tell me why those songs are so important. And um, basically, in most episodes, tell the life story, um, which is always fascinating. So. Um, that's ongoing latest episode with um my guest is a guy uh called nuri bernard hassan uh, otherwise just known as nuri to everyone who i worked with years ago um but he has an alter ego which is Jack jr um because he's been a semi-pro blues musician for the past 15 plus years um, and he's just retired so he's going to now be a almost (laughs) full-time blues musician. Uh, So that's the latest episode and then uh, new episodes come out uh, the first uh, Thursday of every month and I've got guests lined up for the next six months so that continues to be great fun. Uh, Also if you look on the website if you're interested in new music then there is favourite albums of 2022, which I do with a good friend of mine called Stephen Routledge. Um, so it's musictalkspod.com. Or if you search on any of the podcast apps, uh, Music Talks, uh, Terry Smith, and that will find it.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. All right, folks. Well, I can't twist his arm to get his wife on his own
4: podcast because but... I'd like to stay married.
0: Oh, please. Come on. It's not that bad.
4: Uh, (laughs) You you haven't tried to have a conversation with my wife when she says no.
0: (laughs) All right. Fair enough. But considering we have the new Bruce tour this year, we really should do the 70 years of basically artists through the decade for Bruce to figure out which songs would
4: fit into each decade. Uh I would need to think about that. Well, I, I would know. Need to
0: think well, about that. You got 6 months of guests. you got plenty of time to think. <laughs>
4: yeah. Um, <laughs> well, remember Bruce wasn't in it, Bruce is not one of my choices in my own uh, I
1: know.
0: That I am sense. I am
4: actually going to redo uh Episode 100 uh, is looming next year. I know it's nothing compared to your numbers, Mike. Uh, <laughs> but I do, or Jesse's, who's at like 3,000 now, something stupid. Um, yeah, I do have a plan for episode 100 when I will revisit music talks and my choices. And all I will say is that this time around, it would be very different. So uh, <laughs> you'll have to wait for that until next year, I'm afraid. Wait a
0: minute, you're on episode 80. Oh well, yeah, if I, you're doing, if you're doing it monthly, yep, 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 yeah. So Jesse Jackson, set lusting Bruce, he is coming up on his 1,000th episode.
4: Unbelievable.
0: I um, haven't had one pod like I I've recorded and released over 3,000 podcasts in 15 Jesus, years, geez. but but I have never had a single show reach 1,000 episodes. So that is an absolute you know milestone for him. Uh, for Geekcast geek cast radio, I don't know what's coming up next. I'm not sure. Uh, I know I'm just going to be, you know, sitting back and, and listening to Blackstone Cherry and checking out music talks podcast all the time. And people, <laughs> people want to hear the origins of my music talks history. You can listen to episode 12 Please. of Terry's show and then go listen to all the other things I've perverted his format into.
4: Uh, it's brilliant, Mike. It's always good fun, sir. And uh, yeah, as you say, let's hope there's a new album from your favourite band this year. I, and, I, uh, I know I've they say with interest.
0: Yeah, I, I know they say you shouldn't assume things because you know you make an ass out of myself. But you know, I, I assume there's going to be a new album. So, I uh, I don't know. So, Geekcast Radio folks, 2023, we've got some stuff coming up, I guess. I I really haven't planned anything, I'm actually. It's funny. After 15 years, I'm kind of cutting back.
4: <laughs> I believe that when I say it.
0: <laughs> well, like I'm pacing out the shows. I'm like, "Oh, let's do a month of this or a month of that or let's not do this show until blah blah blah." And I know the whole point of some podcasts and podcasting in general is for the audience to have consistent and constant content well after 15 years and over 3000 episodes that 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 candle is, is somebody blew it over in the wind or something I don't know so any other final thoughts you would like to say sir before I run through our closing
4: no, other than, you know, where I started, I guess, which is thank you. Um, because for all of my, you know, music critic and if I was the manager, um, I had a great night out. Uh, and it's a night I wouldn't have had if, as I say, we hadn't got to know each other. And, you know, Jesse sends you something about a show and you listen and like it. And here we are yep. X years later. So uh, I think that is magic. And I'm grateful yep. for that.
0: Absolutely. Well, if whenever the new album does come out, we're probably going to have to record it as soon as it releases as soon as the album releases, and then I won't release it until December, because this is a rarity, folks. Terry and I recording and releasing something at the first of any year. We started recording together in in December of 2019, and Wow tried <laughs> you know pandemic not you know withstanding and all that stuff but like almost every year terry and i are together at the end of the year even though you know it's different than what he usually does as, does with steven and everything else is there anything different you guys streamlined the favorite albums episodes this year right or was that uh
4: no, yeah when we originally did it uh we did best songs and best albums right uh, so we've dropped the songs not because we would have loved to do it but it was just too much content really um and then the other thing we do now is that we also we play clips from each one so uh it's split over two parts uh the first one you know stephen goes from his number 10 to his number five i do the same and then part two is five down to one the other thing that's just occurred to me mike um uh, uh, just finishing off on the darkness which again i would encourage in- encourage you to go onto youtube and find a gig of theirs i think you will love it um but this was thing you know i love my research um Mm -hmm. then when i think it was their second album or whatever a single but um some somebody basically pirated a copy of the album a month before it came out and put it on ebay and justin hawkins the singer bless him (laughs) went on ebay under a false name and bid i think three and a half thousand pounds to find out which bastard had stolen his stolen his album
0: (laughs) oh wow (laughs) isn't that brilliant (laughs) that's amazing
4: dang so uh, so yeah i uh thanks for a great night out thanks for reminding me that the darkness were worth listening to and seeing and um yep i look forward to us catching up because we will find a reason mike
2: hello geeks and geekettes looking for a podcast that covers a vast array of topics then check out altered geek unleashed where we discuss our thoughts on this week's geeky news tech gaming television shows movies cartoons comics and more so get altered get geeky with the altered geeks every friday on the
0: geekcast radio network
3: Because the world needs another movie podcast.
2: The GeekCast Radio Network presents for your listening pleasure, The Cinema Geek.
0: Hosted by Amanda, Kevin, Matt, and Dan.
2: Each week, we
4: dive headfirst in the landscape of movies as we discuss movie news, play movie games, go in-depth on reviews,
2: and even have a top ten countdown or two.
4: Also, don't miss our
3: director retrospective series, where we review noted directors' movies film by film. Bottom line is, if you love movies and love podcasts, you need to experience The Cinema Geeks. You can find us on iTunes, Blog Talk Radio, or GeekcastRadio.com.
4: Like science fiction? Of course you do, or you wouldn't be listening to the GeekCast Radio Network. Well the Mark Who42's Universe
0: Podcast is an award-winning sci-fi radio show that's been around for over 10 years.
4: We cover everything from Doctor Who to the MCU to pop culture and everything in between. A new show drops on Tuesday mornings on the GCRN website and all of the major podcast platforms. So listen to the Marku 42's Universe podcast from the universe and beyond. Hi, I'm Terry Smith, the host of Music Talks, the podcast where I ask guests a simple but beguiling question. Choose a song from each decade of your life and tell me why these songs mean so much to you. Guests and listeners love this format. And if you want to find out why, then take a listen at MusicTalkspod.buzzsprout.com. Or use your favourite podcast app. Just search on Music Talks Terry Smith. If you'd like to be a guest on the show and Talk to me. Until the land is over. Then send me a tweet at MusicTalksPod. I look forward to doing some music talking soon.
3: Do you know John Hyatt's songs? Maybe you know them from being covered by Roseanne Cash, Three Dog Night, The Neville Brothers, Emmylou Harris, Eric Clapton, B.B. King, Jeff Healy, Bonnie Raitt, or literally hundreds of others. Maybe you have some of his albums on your shelf. Or in your cowhorned Cadillac right now. I'm Jesse Jackson. And I'm Sylvan Groff. And we're going to dive in from A to Z. Join us on the Perfectly Good Podcast.
4: We're going to discuss all of your favorites and uncover some forgotten gems. From aces up your sleeve to Zero House.
3: Rate and debate every John Hyatt song on the Perfectly Good Podcast. Have, Have a, a little, little faith. faith. For over six years, my guests and I have been discussing the soundtracks to our lives. I'm Jesse Jackson, and I've had hundreds of fans from around the world share their stories about the power and magic of all kinds of music. If you enjoy stories about joy, redemption, trials, and ultimately triumph, then please check out Set Thing Bruce, a Bruce Springsteen fan podcast. Remember, there is magic in the night.
1: On the Simplistic Reviews podcast, we talk movies. We talk TV. We talk... Hello, Julie, what the heck are you doing? Trying to make our spot sound more exciting by adding explosions.
4: Yeah, I'm pretty sure you could have got the point across with sound effects, not the real thing. Car, car.
1: Download the show on iTunes or at simplisticreviews.blogspot.com. I'm
0: sure your insurance company will cover that. No, they won't. No,
2: they probably won't. When, when the world changed, it made me appreciate all of this on a whole different level. You know, the old saying, you never know what you got till it's gone. It never rang more true than when every bit of this got taken away. A musician is a musician, but we're
3: all performers. Hey, this is out there, so I better not sub. Oh, God. I texted him. I said, what are you talking about? one of the best power players alive fucking jamming with
1: us. Well,
3: you know what's out there in that crowd? That's really sweet of you say that, too, and I really appreciate it. He's one
0: of the best. I I, I always find something to make you think about. You
4: certainly do, sir. (laughs) And I appreciate it.
0: So, all right. Well, thank you for listening to us here on GeekCast Radio. If you'd like to get in contact with us or leave feedback for the show, there are several ways to do so. Visit the website, geekcastradio.com, where you can listen to and comment on all of our content. Here are all the ways you can listen to us nowadays Apple, Google Podcasts, Spotify, plus any other podcasting client you choose to use. But generally, I prefer Spotify because it has the best UI for what it is. Uh, you can find us on Twitter at Geekcast Radio. I am at TFG and Mike. What is the podcast Twitter or your Twitter?
4: Well, for me, uh, just at music, uh, at music Talks Pod.
0: There you go. Become a fan on Facebook. Go to facebook.com slash geekcastradio. And you can also check out Music Talks podcast over there as well. All links will be in the show notes on the website. We hope you enjoyed this episode of Geekcast Radio. I wish you'll join us next time as we'll be talking about yet another geeky topic. For now, I am tfg and Mike with...
4: Terry Smith from Music Talks.
0: Thank you for listening. Until next time...
1: Did you have a good time with Blackstone Cherry? Last song we got for you tonight's called Lonely Train. Y'all be safe on the way home, all right?